Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. The Bible says, and my God shall supply. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Somebody shout, my God shall supply. I'm speaking on the subject, my God shall supply. And what God supplies is called or described as supernatural. Or call it divine. What God supplies is usually called supernatural supply or divine supply. So we see obviously from that verse of scripture that our God is a supplier. And I pray for somebody listening to me that this God shall supply all that you need in the name of Jesus Christ. And in that Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 we see that this our God does not supply according to the economies of this world. He supplies according to his riches. Not, not according to your family background, not according to your academic or physical qualifications. He supplies according to his riches. He supplies according to his riches. That is, you must know as a child of God that this God has a budget for your life. My God. Lift your right hand and say, God has a budget for me. He has every resource needed for your journey of life. Every resource required for your enjoyment is available in him. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 17. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 17. There is a description there of our God. The Bible says obviously that he is the living God. The last part of that verse. Who gives us richly. How many things? All things to enjoy. He gives us richly. He is a rich giver. A generous supplier. I decree this hour. That the Lord God of heaven. Shall supply you with abundance. I said he shall supply somebody. Listening to me with abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We also see from Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 20, that our God supplies beyond our imagination. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, he supplies beyond our imagination. He supplies beyond our expectation. I decree this hour 
that testimonies that will exceed your expectation are landing in your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a better amen. What are supernatural supplies? Maybe let's begin from there. What are supernatural supplies? Number one. When we talk of supernatural supplies, we are talking about the use of divine power to meet needs. The use of divine power to meet needs. Human ability alone is not enough to grant us success in the journey of life. The use of divine power to meet needs. Now hear me. In uh, Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. The Bible talks about his divine power. It says his divine power has given to us. So there are certain things that will never come to you by human power, but by divine power. Is it making sense here? So supernatural supplies will talk about the use of divine power because his divine power is generous. His divine power gives. The Bible says his divine power has given to us, how many things? All things that pertain to life and godliness. That is, life can never be climaxed without the participation and the engagement of what we are calling divine power. I decree this hour that this divine power shall meet all your needs. In the name of Jesus Christ. You remember in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse number 9. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse number 9. The Bible says, the last part of that verse, it says, For by strength no man shall prevail. By strength no man shall prevail. That means we need more than human ability, human acumen. We need the power of God. I decree this hour, the power of God shall supply all your needs. In the name of Jesus Christ. What are supernatural supplies? Number one, the use of divine power to meet needs. Number two, it is the mystical supply of needs. The mystical supply of needs. We'll be looking at some of the examples in a moment. The mystical, that is miraculous supply of needs. Somebody shout, I believe in miracles. You can never achieve much in this life if you don't believe in miraculous supply. Supernatural supplies are miraculous supplies, mystical supplies, paranormal supplies. Somebody shout hallelujah. So we are talking about the mystical supply from God through extraordinary and paranormal methods. That is supernatural supply. The mystical, miraculous supply from God through extraordinary means, paranormal methods. Paranormal methods. Paranormal methods. And I want us to know that there is always a place for supernatural, mystical, or miraculous provisions in life, in business, in our careers. Miraculous supply of provisions 
in life, in business, and in our careers. And in this season, you are receiving your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to also emphasize, obviously, that supernatural supplies are not a substitute for conventional channels of provisions. So, there are two major or broad ways by which you shall receive supplies in life. Number one, through conventional methods. That is the application of principles. And I believe in them. The application of what? Principles. So when the Bible says, give and it shall be given, it's talking about what? Application of principles. When the Bible talks about in all labor, there is profit. My God. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 23. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 23. In all labor, there is profit. In all labor, there is profit. So it tells you there that you can receive supplies in life, provisions in life through what? Labor. The application of yourself with diligence, with acumen and professionalism to a particular course in order to generate desired results. But what we are saying this morning is that that method alone is not adequate. You also need supernatural supplies. Somebody shout hallelujah. Conventional methods are always limited. But the supernatural is never limited. So let's summarize that. What we are saying is that life operates on two principles. We call them, number one, the principal factor. And number two, the supernatural factor. Life thrives on two pillars. The principal pillar and the prophetic pillar and you need a combination of both for life to be buoyant for life to be a success for life to be enjoyable you need both the principles and the prophetic many people have found themselves limited and restricted in results because they only depend on one at the expense of the other no, we need principles as well as the prophetic. There are moments when you need to apply principles. And there are moments when you need to engage the prophetic because the principles will usually be limited. So if you're Moses, for example, and you have to cross the Red Sea with the people, now you need to look beyond the principles of crossing water bodies like a sea in order for you to cross the Red Sea because there is no boat over the Red Sea, there is no ship over the Red Sea, and there is no bridge over the Red Sea, but you still have to cross. So you have to look beyond science and physics and chemistry to cross the Red Sea. You need to look at the prophetic. You need to engage the prophetic. Because when we see Moses in Exodus 14 and verse 21 stretching out his hand towards the sea, that is beyond physics. That is beyond biology, sir. That is beyond science. 
Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, that is the Red Sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided. That is beyond science. Is, is, is it making sense here? You can't do this in the, in the science lab. You don't divide water through science. Sir. That is the supernatural, the prophetic. I decree this hour, beyond your ability, the God I save will surprise you. I said he will surprise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are listening to me online on ground. I'm saying the God I save will surprise you. I said he will surprise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So divine supplies, supernatural supplies, are not necessarily a substitute for conventional channels of provision. But we are not to survive just on conventional methods. Is it making sense here? Logic alone, the non-order of things alone, is not adequate for your change of level. I decree this hour that the God who supplies supernaturally shall keep you afloat in the name of Jesus. I said he shall keep you afloat in the name of Jesus. Quickly here, let's pick out examples of supernatural supplies in the Bible. Examples of supernatural supplies in the Bible. Because I really want to give you the context for what we want to do. I want to bless you for supernatural supplies. And this is the month you're going to see it happen to you. Number one, the feeding of Elijah by the ravens. The widow of Zarephath. The feeding of Elijah by the ravens. And the feeding of the widow of Zarephath. My God. In 1 Kings chapter 17. Mm. And verse number six, let's start from there. The feeding of Elijah, number one, by the ravens. Number two, by the widow of Zarephath. Let's add number three, by an angel in the wilderness. So the man Elijah was fed firstly by the ravens and then the widow of Zarephath. And then by an angel. So let's look at those uh, scriptures. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 6. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 6. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. Is it making sense here? And he drank from the brook. So the brook is the river that you know. So that one was not anything miraculous. He drank water. So we see there the principles and the prophetic working together. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. You can't do with one without the other, sir. No. So water is not going to be supplied supernaturally. No, it, drink it from the river. But food shall be given to you by the ravens in an orderly fashion. These ravens are birds. They brought bread and meat. 
to Elijah in an orderly fashion. The Bible says in the morning and in the evening. I decree this hour that the God of heaven is supplying you from unlikely sources. In the name of Jesus Christ. In 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 8 to 16. Now after the brook had dried up, God sent Elijah to a widow in Zarephath. And this particular woman had very little amount of food, very little flour, just to cater for one final meal. But the Bible says that her cruise of oil never dried up. And her basket of flour never dried up for I don't know how long, maybe three years, maybe three years. I decree this hour, the little that you have shall never dry up. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I believe in miracles. 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 5 to 8. We see there that Elijah was fed by an angel. Elijah was fed by an angel. The Bible says then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him, my God, and said to him, arise, eat. Verse number six. Verse number six, then he looked and there, here it is, by his head was a cake backed on coals. Who backed it? An angel. An angel. I decree this hour that throughout your life's journey, angels shall feed you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, angels shall provide for you. What man cannot give you, angels shall make available to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When it happens, you will know that this, this, is, not, this is not man. This must be an angel doing this. Hallelujah. Because people will be asking, how, how did you connect with this one? How, how, what happened? Then you discover that this was an angelic ministration. I decree this hour, may you enjoy the ministry of angels. I said, may you enjoy the ministry of angels in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You know what people have said is when somebody has come to them to assist them, you know, what they say is, you have been my angel. Am I right here? You have been an angel. Now, may these many, many numerous angels of help, support, and provision arrive in your life. Let them come to you. I said, let them come to you. May God raise them for you in your workplaces. May God raise them for you in your businesses. May God raise them for you in your studies. People who just be willing to support you and to stand with you and to make sure your life is comfortable. Receive them in the name of Jesus. I said receive them in the name of Jesus. I said receive them in the name of Jesus. Please, you believe that? Can I hear loud a shout of amen? Example number two, the supply of water to the children of Israel in the wilderness. The supply of water to the children of Israel in the wilderness. In Isaiah 48 and verse number 21, Isaiah talks about that, isn't it? He said, 
now, Isaiah 48 and verse number 21, quickly please. The Bible says there that uh, they did not thirst, look at it, when he led them through the deserts. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. That is a testimony that is gleaned from Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 going down to, to, to 7. Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 to 7. They thirsted not, my God, when he led them through the deserts. Mm. Why? Because he split the rock for them. Isaiah 48, 21. Isaiah 48 and verse 21. They thirsted not when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow from the rock for them. He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. And one particular instance of where this happened is Exodus 17 verses 1 to 7. I decree this hour, the God who splits rocks to supply for his people is splitting rocks for your own supplies. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When the Bible talks about the ravens, my God. When the Bible talks about the widow of Zarephath. When the Bible talks about the angel. When the Bible talks about the rock. These are unlikely sources. It's a picture of unlikely sources. Unlikely people. Unlikely places of help. And I'm saying to you that beyond what you're expecting, God shall supply for you and to you through unlikely sources. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number three. The miraculous supply of finances to Peter. Somebody shout, I believe in financial miracles. And if there is one area where the supernatural is needed the most, is the area of financial breakthrough. Check in your Bible. Most of the financial turnarounds people experienced were supernatural. You can't take out the supernatural, call it the prophetic, if you want financial turnarounds in life. It is true, sir. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Peter was supernaturally supplied with finances in Matthew chapter 17, verses 25 to 27. Matthew chapter 17, verses 25 to 27. The Bible says, yes. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take customs or taxes from their sons or from strangers? Verse 26. Peter said to him, from strangers, Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Verse 27. Now hear this. It says, nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes out first. Now hear this. And when you have opened his mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. When you catch the fish, says you open his mouth and you are going to find what? A piece of money. A piece of money inside the mouth of the fish. Does it ever happen? The question is, does fish eat money? Stand on your feet. I decree this hour. 
Let there be miraculous financial provisions. Miraculous financial provisions. Miraculous financial supplies. For your family. For your businesses. For your, fa uh, for your family projects. I said your family projects. I said for your family projects. I said for your family projects. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I release right now. Supernatural supplies. Financial supplies. Financial supplies. The meaning is financial hardship has ended in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now concerning your financial debts. May you receive divine mercy. Amen. Divine mercy. Amen. I said divine mercy. Amen. May God be merciful to you. Amen. That financial pressure is cancelled. Financial hardship is terminated. Amen. Let there be financial abundance. Amen. Financial abundance. Amen. I command money to come to you. Amen. It is coming to you from the east. Amen. It is coming to you from the west. Amen. It is coming to you from the north. Amen. It is coming to you from the south. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I command streams of finances to flow in your direction. Amen. No more financial dryness. Amen. No more financial dryness. Amen. In your life, no more financial dryness. Amen. In your career, no more financial dryness. Amen. In your businesses, no more financial dryness. Amen. In your homes and families, no more financial dryness. In your bank accounts, no more financial dryness. In your pockets, wallets, and handbags, no more financial dryness. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command financial abundance upon your life. I command financial abundance upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I said in the name of Jesus. The anointing to attract money is resting upon you. Amen. I mean the anointing for riches. Amen. The anointing for prosperity. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. No matter how dry it may be. The moment you arrive. It shall produce for you. Amen. I said it shall produce for you. No matter how dry it may be, the moment it is you involved, my God, the moment it is you participating, there shall be an abundance of supply. An abundance of supply. I release upon you the anointing for plenty. The anointing for plenty. The anointing for plenty. Financial plenteousness. In the name of Jesus, you shall have money in plenty. You shall have money in abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You believe that? Can I hear a loud shout of amen? amen? Every attack of the devil on your finances is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. The snare of financial death is broken. Amen. The snare of financial hardships is terminated. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are free to prosper. Amen. You are prospering financially. Amen. You are prospering in the works of your hands. Amen. You are prospering in your sources of income. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 
I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. All tears of financial hardships are wiped away in the name of Jesus. Those tears are wiped away. I said those tears are wiped away. Because from henceforth there is financial abundance. Financial liberty. Financial victories. Financial dominion. You are walking in financial dominion. You are working in financial dominion. Somebody shout, I am walking in financial dominion. Say it like you mean it. I'm walking in financial abundance. I am walking in financial abundance. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. And please be seated. What am I saying to you? God can send money to you supernaturally. Somebody say that with me. God is sending money to me supernaturally. You know what that means? Somebody, instead of you pushing for anything, somebody will just come up. I hear you, 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 you sell cars. Yes, yeah, okay. I need six. Yes. I know that you may not have enough capital for the six, so I'll give you half, half down, half payment. Instead of you pleading with, with, with the prospective customer, please, uh, we can supply this. Please help us with 40% down payment. Nothing. That is not supernatural. That is effort and trying to knock doors and what. No, sir. This guy just comes in and says, okay, I need five cars. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll pay for the three cars in advance. Supernatural. So, yeah, you have sweated enough. May God give you supernatural supplies. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I read the testimony of one fellow who was selling uh, building materials and nothing was selling, sir. And so he went to see his pastor and his pastor asked him a question. If Jesus was the owner of this shop, do you think that you would be struggling the way you're struggling? And the man said, no, there is no way. And then he said, go and sell. Tell your neighbor, go and sell. <laughs> now hear this. The following day, a truck came by the shop and bought almost everything from the shop. Um, now, almost emptying the whole shop. And after the buyer left the place, made the payment, and the truck sped off, the man began to cry. He said, no, this must be an angel. A human being cannot buy like the, almost the whole shop. Buying all the materials in the shop. How? <laughs> I decree this hour, a testimony that shall leave you in tears for a week is landing on your head. I said it is landing on your head. I said it is landing on your head. I said it is landing on your head. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout three times, I receive it. Sit down. It can happen in your workplace. That somebody will just say, ah, I like the way you write your reports. Yeah, we have a round trip to five countries. So you're going to be my secretary. Huh? 
So we'll be away for three weeks. And those of you that know the workplace, that is a lot of allowance. Whether you want to have them in euros or in dollars, you know that it's not going to be a small amount. An allowance that will push your project forward. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You have sweated for nothing enough. From today, the God I serve will surprise you with supernatural supplies. I said he will surprise you with supernatural supplies. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear a louder shout of amen here? You may be seated. Number four. Examples of supernatural supplies in the Bible. Number four. The feeding of over 5,000 people in Jesus' ministry. We're just picking one. There are several of them that he did there. In John chapter 6, verses 5 to 12. The feeding of over 5,000 people in Jesus' ministry. The Bible says... Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him. My God. He said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Mm. But this he said to test him for he himself knew what he would do. Vestible servant. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them. That every one of them may have a lead. Verse number 8. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, verse number nine, now hear this, there is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. Now hear this, but what are they among so many? There's nothing here that can be done, sir. <laughs> verse number 10, then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Tell your neighbor, sit down, sit down. Don't be pressured. In this season, sit down. In this season, what must you do, sir? Don't be pressured. Don't be pressured. Psalm 46, verse number 9. Psalm 46 and verse number 9. The Bible says, now verse number 10, please. Verse number 10. My God. Verse number 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Be still. Don't be pressured. Sit down. Be at rest. If you want to escape arrest, be at rest. Is it making sense here? Don't be pressured. No, 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 no. Make the people sit down. Because a miracle of divine supply is about to happen. I decree this hour. As you rest yourself in the faith of God, I see God change your levels. I see God change your levels. I see God change your levels. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. We are in verse number 10 of John. Chapter 5. Chapter 6. Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. It doesn't matter. There may be a lot of grass. But we will still sit down. We will not be afraid of snakes and serpents. And, and some few th things that may be in the grass. Hallelujah. I don't know what is lying wait against you in that grass. It shall never succeed. Yeah. The evil that devil had programmed against you for the month of August, that evil is cancelled. Yeah. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You shall not shed tears of sorrow this month. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Sickness is cancelled. Accidents are cancelled. Satanic attacks are cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Now sit down. Verse number 11 quickly. Verse number 11. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. And the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise of the fish. As much as they wanted. How much did they get? How much did they eat? How much did they receive? And how much are you getting in this life? Receive as much as you want her. Receive as much as you want her. I said receive as much as you want her. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Sit down. Look at verse 12. So. When they were filled. When they were what? When they were filled. When they were filled. Because the Bible says, my God, it says in Joel chapter 2 and verse number 26, it says, You, my God, shall eat in plenty. You, somebody shout, Me. Tell the devil, God is talking to you. Oh, pastor, you don't know my salary. Uh, you don't know how Malawi is. You know, things are very tough. You know, there's high inflation. Oh, no, no, no. God says what? Inflation or no inflation? Whether you are in Malawi or elsewhere. Huh? How are you going to eat? You shall eat. Now you say, I shall eat in plenty. Say that again. How are you going to eat? Tell your neighbor, you are eating in plenty. Hallelujah. So don't move around with a panicking face. Hmm? A face that is in panic. A face that is pressured. No, sir. There is a divine decree from heaven that says you. Somebody shout me. Point at yourself with your right hand and say me. Says you shall eat in plenty. You, 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 you. I mean you. I'm talking to you. God is talking to you. God, you, 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 and your children, you and your family, you and your business, you and your career. My God, you shall eat in plenty. I said you shall eat in plenty. I said you shall eat in plenty. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm eating in plenty. I'm eating in plenty. I'm, no, I'm eating in plenty. 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 Yeah. That is the truth. That is the truth. Hallelujah. Children of God, don't look around. You see, when the spirit is working, people fall under the power. 
it should never be strange for you to see people falling under the power. Actually, you, you must also prepare to fall under the power. Yeah. Because the power of God is here. The power of God is here. Hallelujah. And may this powerful supernatural supplies sweep over you in the name of Jesus. I said may it sweep over you in the name of Jesus. But do you know it is not enough to just eat in plenty? No. Go back to Joel 2 verse 26. It says you shall eat in plenty and what? Be satisfied. Be satisfied. The Bible says <laughs> not only did they get as much as they wanted. If we go back to that John chapter 6. In verse number 12. The Bible says in verse number 12, John 6 verse 12, they were filled. Not only did they get more than enough, they were satisfied. They were filled. Now, may God fill you with abundance. May God fill you with more than enough. In the mighty name of Jesus, you shall eat in plenty to satisfaction. I said to satisfaction. I said to satisfaction. In the mighty name of Jesus. People, can I hear a louder shout of amen here? Now let's get back to John 6, 12 there very quickly. I want to announce something over you. The Bible says, He said to his disciples, gather up the fragments. That is when they ate, they still had leftovers. The greatest challenge of most of us here is absence of what to save. The absence of something extra. Many people are living a hand-to-mouth life. I hope somebody is not saying, Pastor, are you insulting me? No, I'm just telling you the truth. The reality on the ground. Hallelujah. Because if you told me not to say, Pastor, you are tall, should I be offended? Am I short? I'm tall. Is it making sense here? I decreed this hour. Ay, 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 ay. The anointing for surplus is coming on you. The anointing to have something extra is resting upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Not only are you eating, you are eating in plenty. And you shall be satisfied. And you shall have leftovers. You shall have savings. You shall have surplus. I said you shall have surplus. I said you shall have surplus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Beginning this month of August, you are going to have surplus. I said you are going to have surplus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, as you begin the month, you will discover money is still in your account. As you come to the middle of the month, you will discover money is still there. As you reach the end of the month, you discover your money is still there. You shall have surplus. I release grace for surplus. I release grace for extra. 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 
extra, extra. I said extra. Shakata <laughs> ragade. Now sit down. Let me show you this. Glory be to God. My, 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 my. Oh, glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, <laughs> let's go to Leviticus 26 here. I want you to see what God said from verse number one about the obedient. Verses one to five. You shall not make idols for yourselves, neither a curved image, nor a sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourselves, nor shall you set up an engraved stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Mm. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, tell your neighbor that is what I do. Then I will give you rain in its season. I will give you what? Rain in its what? Season. Because the rain has good seasons. And it is a disaster like for our nation and many nations of the world that do not have well-developed irrigation farming or irrigation agriculture who depend on rain, the natural water from heaven. It is always a disaster when that rain does not come in its season. Am I right here? Can you imagine that rain did not come in Malawi here from November to April? That will be a what? A disaster. It will be what they call hell on earth. Is it making sense here? So rain must come, yes, but in his. I decree, before I continue, I announce this divine decree over your life. The blessing to get what you need on time is resting on you. Rain shall come to you in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said rain is coming to you in this season. Blessing is coming to you in this season. Testimony is coming to you without delays. In the name of Jesus. Now let's move on. Verse number three. The Bible says the land shall yield its produce. Beloved, your land is supposed to yield its what? Produce. No one ventures into business for fun. No, sir. We venture into business. We venture into ministry. We venture into career for what? Produce. 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 I decree this hour. The works of your hands shall produce for you. And it shall produce abundance for you. It shall produce abundance for you. It shall produce plenty for you. In the name of Jesus. Please, you believe that? Can I hear a loud shout of amen? Now hear this. Let's move on. It says, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Verse number five. Now listen. Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage. 
and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. Verse number six, my God, I will give peace in the land and you shall lie down and none will make you afraid. Now, let's get back to verse number five. Give it to me in another version, maybe New Living Translation or Good News. Verse number five. Leviticus 26, verse five. Your crops will be so plentiful that you will still be harvesting grain when it is time to pick grapes. That is, at every stage of the year, there is something to pick. Yeah, you didn't get it. I said, at every time of the year, there's nothing. You know, some of you, your businesses are seasonal. Huh? <laughs> the businesses of so many are what? Seasonal. So you get one consultancy today. Then you'll get another one after, after three years. <laughs> Just, it's a, a drop of consultancy. Pa, pa, sir. No, no, not, 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 not according to this verse. Put it back there. Not according to this verse, sir. It says, your crops, your consultancies, ay, 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 will be so plentiful that you will still be harvesting grain when it is time to pick grapes. It's like, as you are still working on this consultancy, there is another one. <laughs> now, here it is. And you will still be picking grapes when it is time to plant grain. Somebody shout, plenty, 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 plenty. And then he says, you will have all. How much? All. You will have all that you want to eat. You will have all that you want to drive. <laughs> now, those of you with very, very old cars, I replace them now. I replace them now. I replace them now. I replace them now. In the name of Jesus, you will have all that you want. All that you want to eat. And you can live in safety in your land. I decree this hour. Surplus. Surplus. Savings. Extra. Somebody is receiving extra. I say somebody is receiving extra. In the mighty name of Jesus. The biggest blessing one of the biggest blessings, my God, you are getting from this service today is that you are receiving grace for something extra. Something to keep for the future. Something to save for tomorrow. That grace is resting upon you. I said that grace is resting upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. People, can I hear a loud shout of amen there? Please be seated. Please be seated. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Well, well, 
let's look at number five example there of supernatural supplies. Number five, the supply of quails to the children of Israel. Numbers 11 verse 31. The supply of quails to the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 11 and verse number 31. Now, a wind went out from the Lord and it brought quail for this, from the sea and left them fluttering near the camp about a day's journey on this side and about a day's journey on the other side all around the camp and about two cubits above the surface of the ground. What brought the birds? Wind. Wind. And in our time we have greater wind. We have spiritual wind. And his name is called the Holy Spirit. He's the wind of God. The breath of God. God released his breath into man's nostrils. My God. Genesis 2 and verse number 7. And man became a living being. That wind is blowing in this season. And it is blowing abundance in your direction. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now quickly here. What are the objectives of supernatural supplies? Lift your right hand and say my God shall supply. How do I know that you are going to settle marital? It's because my God shall supply. How do I know that your promotion is sure? It's because my God shall what? Supply. Not your boss, but your God. Somebody shout, my God. That is why you must know him personally. You must have a personal revelation of this God. Paul is saying, my God shall supply. My God shall supply. That is why. Jesus admonished us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 33. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 33. He said, do not worry. Say that to your neighbor. Do not worry. Yes. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, eh, or about your body as to what you shall wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Hmm. And in verse number 32, the Bible says, Matthew 6, and verse number 32, it says, your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need a husband, that you need a scholarship, that you need a job, that you need healing in your body, that you need promotion in your workplace. Your heavenly father knows. I decree this hour. All your needs are supplied. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout my God shall supply. What are the objectives of these supplies that God makes available to his children? Very quickly here. Number one. The survival and sustenance of God's people or his children in seasons of drought. Supernatural supplies are made available to God's people for their survival and sustenance in seasons of drought. Life has seasons of drought when no matter what you do, nothing works for you and all those will be shut. In such moments, you need God's sustaining hand. And that is why we are talking about the examples that we have looked at 
supernatural supplies in the scriptures. And I can tell you that as a nation, we are going through that season. Seasons of drought. And in such a time and a moment, we need this message. My God shall what? Supply. What the economy cannot supply, who is going to supply? My God. Not just God, but my, my, my. Because we are in a personal relationship. I have a personal revelation and a personal conviction of his faithfulness. Mm. Lift your right hand and shout, I will never be shaken. Number two, objectives of supernatural supplies to prove God's faithfulness, thereby putting the enemy to shame. It was Joseph who said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good and for the salvation of many. To prove God's faithfulness, thereby putting the enemies to shame. Deuteronomy 2, 7. Okay, so you can get Genesis 50 there, verse 20. Joseph talking to his brothers, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about as it is this day to save many people alive. So the brothers of Joseph who sold him to the Ishmaelites were put to shame. When God proved his faithfulness in the life of Joseph because he gave him supernatural promotion. That was paranormal promotion. That a prisoner who is a foreigner became a prime minister in a foreign country. Not only that, he was given a wife as part of his workplace benefits. There was nothing like sending WhatsApp high. Are you okay? Can we go out for lunch? They call it dating. Can we, no, no, there was no dating. So. Is it making sense? So, supernatural. So you have struggled enough. I decree this hour. Receive the comfort of heaven. I said receive divine comfort. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord my God is giving you rest on every side. Financial rest. Marital rest. Career rest. Rest with your children. Rest concerning your projects. In the name of Jesus. You believe that shout a better amen. You may be seated number three. The objectives of supernatural supplies to ensure the success of, our, of the works of our hands. To ensure the success of the works of our hands. Luke chapter 5 verses 4 to 7. Luke chapter 5 verses 4 to 7. To ensure the success of the works of our hands. Mm. Number four, number four, objectives of supernatural supplies to help us fulfill our obligations. We have obligations to our families. We need to take proper care of them. 
and if resources are limited, it becomes a challenge to take proper care of our families, isn't it? Yes, we have obligations to the church. You can't give what you don't have. It is when you have resources that you become relevant to what the church is doing through the supply of your resources. Somebody built the people of Israel a synagogue. Why? He had money. It's good to have money than not to have it. It is a better problem to have money in your account and to be thinking what to do with it than to have no money and be thinking how to get it. <laughs> Which one is a better problem? <laughs> uh, you see someone sweating. I said, why are you sweating? I, I'm just trying to figure out how I can use the money in my account. That, that is good sweating. Eh? Than to be having heart palpitations. Why? Why, why are you having heart palpitations? I don't know where to get money for rent. <laughs> no, sir. Your financial struggle has expired. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Number five. Why do we need supernatural supplies? To end a life of debt. To end a life of borrowing. To end a life of what? Debt. Yeah. At least that is what we saw in 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. As we close, I want to let us know that the greatest key for supernatural supplies in our lives is to believe in the mystery of supernatural supplies. So I'm talking about faith. Believing is what entitles you to live it. Believing. What you believe is what you become. John 1 verse 12. What you believe is what you become. Believe in the mystery of supernatural supplies. Don't just believe in logic. Many supplies are to come to you supernaturally. Believe in God's divine power for supernatural supplies. His divine power has given to us I gave you that scripture 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse number 3 his divine power has given to us have you said it his divine power say that with me his divine power has given to me all things so to plug to this power is to connect to that channel that gives you how many things? All things. His divine power has given to me. Believe in that mystery. Believe in this protocol. That his divine power. There is a power called his divine power. Not your power. Not human power. But God's power has given has given. It is a generous power that makes everything available. All things are made available by this divine power. Therefore, rise on your feet. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Lift your two hands. Let's appreciate him this morning. 
Lift your two hands. Let's appreciate the King of Kings. Oh yeah. Lift your hands everyone. Online on ground please. If you are watching over the internet just stand up. Lift your hands with us. And let's celebrate the King of Glory. Magnify him somebody. Give him praise. Give him honor. Give him adoration. In Jesus mighty name. Let's maximize the little time that we have before we go. Now, in Job 22 verse 28, you know that verse, you will also declare a thing. My God. You will also declare a thing and it will be what? Established for you. And when it is established, what is going to happen? Light will shine on your ways. And when light is shining on your ways, you become a shining star. But the source of your shining is what? You shall declare. You shall declare. What are we to declare? Psalm 2 verse 7. Quickly please. Psalm 2 verse 7. What are we to declare? Hear this. The psalmist says, this is David. He says, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, so you declare the word of God. Is it making sense? You declare what we call the decree of the Lord. Because what God says is a decree. That is why he tells the children of Israel, he says, you shall obey my decrees. He's talking about his word. The word of God is called the decree of the Lord. And what you decree of the Lord, the Lord shall establish. Is it making sense here? Hallelujah. Please lift your two hands. Get ready for it. I decree this hour and it is the decree of the Lord. <laughs> and every time I say I decree, I am making the declaration of his decree. What he has spoken concerning you. Hallelujah. Amen. I decree you are blessed. Amen. Your ministries are blessed. Amen. Your families are blessed. Amen. Your children are blessed. Amen. You are blessed in the works of your hands. Amen. I said you are blessed in the works of your hands. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Any power that was blocking your rising, that power is broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. That power is broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible speaking in Isaiah 25 and verse number 7. Isaiah 25 and verse number 27. The Bible says he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering. Cast over all people. The veil that is spread over all nations. A veil that will stop people. A demonic ceiling that will prevent people from rising beyond a certain level. Every power of stagnation against you. This surface of the covering. This veil that has been programmed against you. To stop your progress. To stop your rising. In life, in ministry, in business, in finances. Is now broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
it is now broken in the name of Jesus. I said it is now broken in the name of Jesus. God spoke to Moses. He said, why are you crying to me? That is Exodus chapter 14. Why are you crying to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. To go forward. I say to all victims of stagnation and delay that are listening to me now, go forward. Amen. Go forward. Amen. In ministry, go forward. Amen. In career, go forward. Amen. Financially, go forward. Amen. In business, go forward. Amen. In your homes and families, go forward. In your studies, go forward. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout three times, I am going forward. I am going forward. I am going forward. I am going forward. I decree this hour. Those of you in any kind of financial pressure, my God, come out in the name of Jesus. Come out of your financial predicament. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Come out of financial hardships. Amen. Come out of financial hardships. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I release upon you financial helpers. Financial abundance. Amen. Financial connections. Amen. Financial prosperity. Amen. I bless all your sources of income. Amen. I bless all the works of your hands. Amen. Money is coming to you. I said money is coming to you. I said money is in your hands. Money is in your bank accounts. Money is in your pockets and wallets. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your homes and families shall not lack finance. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm talking to you. Can I hear a louder shout of amen there? I said a louder shout of amen. Every evil generational pattern associated with your family. The pattern of poverty. The pattern of delay. The pattern of lack. The pattern of rejection. The pattern of premature death. The pattern of sickness and disease. All those evil patterns are cancelled. I said they are cancelled. In the mighty name of Jesus. In your family you shall not die young. In the mighty name of Jesus. In your family, you shall not die poor. In the name of Jesus, no more delays, no more stagnation, no more rejection, no more confusion, no more frustrations, no more poverty, no more barrenness. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, people. Can I hear a loud shout of amen here? Every satanic cruelty against you is cancelled in the name of Jesus. That cruelty is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Every hostility against you is cancelled in the name of Jesus. You are safe. Your family is safe. Your career is safe. Your ministry is safe. In the mighty name of Jesus. Good people, can I hear a louder shout of amen here? Three things I want to do very quickly by the Spirit of God before we go.
put your right hand on your forehead. God has instructed me to pray over your head. Your head speaks of your destiny. Your head will speak of your dream. I decree this hour. Your dream shall come to pass. Amen. Your vision shall be fulfilled. Amen. Your destiny shall be actualized. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That your head shall never lack oil. Amen. I mean, David said in Psalm 23 and verse number 5, he said, you anoint my head with oil. You remember that? You anoint now. That your head will never be dry of dignity. Amen. Your head will never be dry of honor. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I pronounce Psalm 3 verse 3 over your head right now. Psalm 3 verse number 3. The Bible says, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. Give it to me in King James Version. Give, give it to me in King James Version. The one who lifts up my head says, and the lifter, the lifter, the lifter up, the lifter up. I decree this hour, you shall never bow your head in shame. In the name of Jesus, honor and dignity are your portion. Financial owner, ministry owner, family owner, career dignity. Receive your portion in the name of Jesus. Now, stretch forth your two hands. Stretch forth your two hands. Because I want to pray over your hands. Your hands will speak of your works, your exploits in life. The Bible says, whatever he does shall stagnate. No. Whatever he does shall prosper. Receive your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare prosperity in all the works of your hands. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. In Deuteronomy 2 verse number 7. says the Lord has blessed you in all the work of your hand. I decree this hour. In all the work of your hand. You are blessed. 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 Nothing shall stop you. Nothing shall stagnate you. Nothing shall hinder you. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout I am blessed. In all the works of my hands. That was the testimony of Job isn't it? Job chapter 1 verse number 10. Job chapter 1 verse number 10. And this is the devil talking to God about Job. Put, put it there, please. It says, you have made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side. It says, you have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. 
I decree your possessions have increased. Your possessions have increased. You are blessed in all the work of your hands. I said you are blessed in all the work of your hands. I said you are blessed in all the work of your hands. Somebody shout, I am blessed. In all the work of my hands. Now, in Exodus chapter 4 verse 2. Exodus chapter 4 verse 2. God is having a conversation with Moses. He's asking him, what is that in your hand? What is that in your hand? He said, a rod. I decree, your hands shall never be empty. I said your hands shall never be empty. At every point in your life, your hands shall carry a rod. A rod of financial favor. A rod of career exploits. A rod of academic excellence. A rod of enviable achievements. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a louder shout of amen? I said a louder shout of amen. Now, let me pray over your legs. My God, I want to pray over your legs. Your legs will speak of your journey in life. Your legs will speak of dominion. Legs will talk of what? Dominion. A life of dominion. It was God who taught Joshua. He said, every place where your foot shall tread shall be yours for possession. I decree this hour. Anointing for dominion is resting upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I anoint your feet for dominion. I bless your feet for dominion. Go and dominate. May you dominate circumstances. May you dominate in your career. May you dominate in ministry. May you dominate in the reign of the spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Beginning this hour. Your walk shall be a walk of dominion. A walk of excellence. A walk of prosperity. A walk of favor. A walk of honor. A walk of dignity. In the mighty name of Jesus. No one shall despise you in this life. I said no one shall despise you in this life. You shall command attention. You shall command honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your testimony shall be a point of reference. I said your testimony shall be something people shall learn from. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. How you do things and how you handle things shall be called best practice. I said they shall call it best practice. I said they shall call it best practice. In the name of Jesus. Your beloved shout amen eight times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and now eight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We are. In month number eight of the year. Hallelujah. And eight is the number of new beginnings. Hallelujah.
I decree new beginnings of favor. New beginnings of excellence. New beginnings of speed. New beginnings of prosperity. New beginnings of divine connections. New beginnings of divine favor. New beginnings of divine health. New beginnings of divine supplies. Somebody shout, I receive my new beginnings. Say that again, I receive my new beginnings. Come on, give the Lord another round of praise. Another round of praise. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So the month of August shall be for you the month to remember. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. And from today. I mean beginning today. You are enjoying testimonies from this divine encounter. You are enjoying testimonies from this service. In the name of Jesus. Somebody give your neighbor high five and shout I believe it. 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 Hallelujah. Anyway. Let's be going to our offices and places of business. Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God bless you.